0: ...is WWTC Minneapolis-St. Paul. FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis, Intelligent Radio. With SRM News, I'm Jason Walker. More than two dozen people are dead after explosives hit a bakery in a Russian-occupied city in Ukraine.
1: This was the scene in a hospital in Lugansk, where patients are being treated after a Ukrainian shelling hit a bakery in eastern Ukraine. According to local leaders, more than two dozen people, including children, have died. One of the wounded recounted the events and said that he heard shouts and something hit him in the back. The next thing he knew, he was under slabs. Ukrainian officials in Kiev did not comment on the incident. I'm Rika Ann Garcia.
0: Iranian leaders have issued a warning to the United States over potentially targeting two cargo ships in the Middle East, long suspected of serving as an operating base for Iranian commandos. This is SRN News. Charlie Kirk believes we're seeing unprecedented behavior. This is not an exaggeration, This is not hyperbole. This is an attempt to nullify the United States Constitution. This is not justice, everybody. This is seething, neurotic revenge. Revenge against Donald J. Trump for even daring to run for the presidency. The Charlie Kirk Show, weeknights at 11 on AM 1280. The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. Inside your 4 o'clock hour this afternoon here on AM 1280, The Patriot. Stay tuned, coming up this hour...
2: The Victory Hour with Andrew Parker. But first, a quick look at your weather forecast from the AM 1280 The Patriots Studios. Overnight low tonight, 28 degrees, partly cloudy skies. Monday, partly sunny, with the high nearing 50. And for your Tuesday, mostly sunny, high of 52 degrees. You're listening to AM 1280 The Patriots. Stay tuned in The Victory Hour with Andrew Parker coming up.
3: We all know that aches and pains come with simply getting older. But it doesn't mean you have to accept it. That's why I want to tell you about a special lady, Leah from Ohio, and her relief factor story. One Sunday, Leah was sitting on the couch in so much pain, she was literally in tears. That's when she decided to try Relief Factor. Just eight days later, she found relief, and she continued to get better and better. To quote her, she said, I am truly amazed at this product. Like me, who after nine, almost ten years, almost a decade of lower back pain... Lost that pain thanks to Relief Factor. If you're living with aches and pain, see how Relief Factor, a daily drug free supplement, could help you feel and live better every day. Get the three week quick starter pack at ReliefFactor.com or call 1 800 for relief. It all comes with a feel better or your money back guarantee. That number, 1 800, the number for relief. ReliefFactor.com.
0: China is attacking the U.S. patent system, stealing American innovations, and we are helping them do it.
1: The Chinese Communist Party intends to surpass us and to be the world leader in innovative technology. Innovation Race,
0: the shocking new movie from the Tea Party Patriots, exposes the truth China will use our own technology to threaten our economic and military security. Dominating technology means you dominate the world itself. This is a race that we cannot afford to lose because we're not going to have a country. If China gains control over 5G technology with a flip of a switch, they could remotely turn off our phones, our cars, even our power grid.
2: We've lost sight of what it is to protect this
1: nation. We need to up our game.
0: In today's high-tech world... There's no prize for second place. Watch Innovation Race. Available now on demand or DVD at SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com.
4: Hugh Hewitt here. It is critical we keep AM radio in all cars and all trucks.
0: More than 80 million Americans depend on AM radio for news, weather, and opinion.
4: AM is also the backbone of the emergency alert system, keeping you advised of threatening weather conditions and AMBER alerts. Text AM to the number 52886.
0: Tell Congress that we need AM radio in our cars. Again, text AM to the number 52886. Standard message and data rates may apply. Looking to make a difference? Volunteer for your local fire department. Join a family that will serve with you, always have your back, and train you to be the best version of yourself. Visit makemeafirefighter.org. Join the Patriot Freedom Fan Club for prizes, contests, quizzes, and more. Plus, get exclusive access to pre-sale tickets to events. It's free to join. So
1: visit am1280thepatriot.com today. The Victory Hour is pre-recorded and paid for by Parker Daniels Keyboard, LLC. Portions of the following program may have been pre-recorded. It's time
0: now for a smart plain talk regarding politics, Israel, and the law. This is the Victory Hour with Andrew Parker, a Parker Daniels keyboard, wise counsel, winning results. Now, here's your host,
4: Andrew Parker. I'm impressed with my attorney, Bernie. I'm impressed with his influential friends. He's got very big connections, and I follow his directions. Bernie it's Sunday, 4 o'clock, and, I do and that Bernie means it's make. the best hour in radio of the week. It is the Victory Hour. I'm Andrew Parker, and we are live today, Sunday, Feb 4, 2024, talking politics, Israel, and the law, and we are going to do each Today. Over the past many weeks, we have talked Israel, and we are going to talk and update you on what is occurring there and the impact of U.S. foreign policy on the war in Israel and on U.S. strategic interests. Recording
1: in progress.
4: And there is no question that U.S. strategic interests are affected, immensely affected, and how the Biden administration responds and deals with this is going to be of particular interest worldwide, but also uh, here at home in the upcoming election, and it, of course, affects Middle East peace. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about this concept that the uh, decisions by the Biden administration to, quote unquote, de-escalate with Iran, to avoid a war with Iran at all costs and literally all costs. So what is de-escalate about? Well, we're going to chat about the impacts and the history of de escalation. How, how has that worked out? Donald Trump has a different view of that. Ronald Reagan had a different view of that as well in terms of how to get to peace, how to avoid war, and you, when you can't, how to end war quickly rather than through long, arduous, and very complex, difficult fighting. How to avoid it? Is de-escalation the way? Well, we'll let's talk, and, and we'll give you what you want, even though it is to support your evil regime. And also talk a little politics. And I'd like to start there. You can jot this down 651 289 4488. Give us a call if you want to chime in on any of these subjects. I want to talk about Donald Trump and his run for president, uh, Nikki Haley and the media coverage of that race, and how it looks for Trump v. Biden. The media would have you believe, oh, yeah, Trump, he's got the inside lane. And even those that claim it's going to be a hard fought battle to the end. And while that is not the narrative or the main mantra, it is Donald Trump is in a very strong position to beat Joe Biden. That's what the mantra is. Uh, There are some that are saying it's going to be a a fight to the end. I believe that. Biden will win. And and I and I say this objectively, I, I, I don't wish it, but uh, that Biden will win and will win rather handily. Uh, I I just don't see the electoral college flipping toward Trump. I don't see him winning the swing states. Again, 651-289-4488. Give us a call. We'll get you on the air if we have time to debate some of these issues. Maybe you disagree with me. What I'm looking at is the fact that it appears that, and, and I predict, that Donald Trump is at his high water mark now or you know maybe in January because it's already dipped a little bit. Uh, and that Joe Biden is only going to gain support from here. Now, both of these men have been presidents in an unusual circumstance, very unusual circumstance, uh, for two past presidents or current incumbent and past president to be running against one another uh it just has not happened but it allows people to cast their vote with pretty clear knowledge of the two candidates and what they would do trump i do not think is going to get the type of independent vote that Current polling is showing. And to the extent that he doesn't, he really will not have a chance in some of these swing states. I'll let you know if my mind changes in that regard, but it's been pretty solid in that opinion for the last six months. And I'm, I'm as confident as I've ever been as I sit here today. Uh, I thought it might be worthwhile in discussing this issue to bring to your attention an op-ed that a rather astute, independent governor of New Hampshire wrote right before the New Hampshire primary. He's a Nikki Haley supporter, clearly, and he has his bias, and I don't view his, or I try to avoid his um Uh, biases for seeing whether some of what he says objectively makes sense. And in this op-ed, John Sununu, of about, I don't know, 10, 12 days ago, uh, writes that Donald Trump has a record that stretches back six years showing that he is not a winner, but rather a loser for the Republican Party to push back against the Democratic Party, to push back against the woke wave. I'm not saying it's an electoral wave. Uh, What I'm saying is that it is... uh, a wave that nobody can ignore has swept the social fabric of this country into or or moving it to a a different direction than it was less than 10 years ago. Uh, And I, you know, I can't imagine how things would look If wokeism didn't raise its ugly head, things would be much better. The energy of this country would be much better and much stronger, I believe. Uh, It has not been helpful. It has not achieved diversity. It has not achieved equity. It has not achieved inclusion. It is all about exclusion. It is about bias and discrimination. Well, the importance of the Republican Party is to push back against that and to push winning candidates into positions where we don't continue to walk down this crazy path. Well, in 2018, when Trump said that we'd have a red wave in Congress, uh, we actually, as Republicans at least, got wiped out. Democrats won the nationwide popular vote by nine points and gained 41 seats in the House. On the Senate side, Democrats lost only two seats in one of the most favorable Republican years you could find. There was a wave, and as Sununu puts it, it was a blue wave, it was not a red wave. And that was with Donald Trump in the White House. Then there's 2020 and his re-election campaign. It was supposed to be the great GOP comeback after months of COVID, as you recall. But with Donald Trump at the top of the ticket, again, Republicans, as Sununu puts it, got shellacked. And I don't think that you can argue much about that. So that was two elections in a row. In 2020, the, the Dems won the White House. And the popular vote by five points. Not real close. But they won the White House as well, not real close. I mean, it was close. The Electoral College, arguably it was 50,000 votes. When you talk about three states that would have flipped with 50,000 votes, and it would have caused a tie Electoral College and Donald Trump retaining the White House. Uh, But that didn't happen. Uh, But it would have taken three states to flip. Uh, The Democrats took control of the Senate in 2020 as well. Uh, Both Senate seats in Georgia went to the Democrats, even though Georgia, you know, is somewhat of a red state reliably. And in the House, while Republicans gained a handful of seats, not enough to regain the majority. So it wasn't a good year. Then we come to 2022. Biden is in power. Normally, the party in power in the White House doesn't do well in a midterm election, doesn't do well at all. And Trump, again, predicted a red wave. He wasn't in office, but he was clearly the leader of the party, the Republican Party. He identified a number of primary election candidates who were his preferred candidates for House and Senate races. And gubernatorial races. What happened? The Democrats, as Sununu puts it, and I think accurately, bulldozed the Republicans. It was not a good year. Third election in, well, 18, 20, and 22. Three elections in a row that, you know, you can't say went great for the Republicans. They didn't. And all of those elections are since Donald Trump got elected in 2016. Someone who, as you know, if you listen to the show, I supported because of his policies. And I continue to believe many of his policies are right for America and for the world. But uh, tell you, we got to take a short uh, break. And when we come back, I'm going to uh, talk a little bit more about this upcoming election and election season and whether Donald Trump as the leader of the Republican Party, which he is, and as being on the top of the ticket, whether we can expect something good, whether we can expect to get the White House back, to gain a majority in the U.S. Senate, to gain a bigger majority in the U.S. House of Representatives, because that's where we should be after the feckless leadership and weak leadership of uh, Joe Biden. But I fear to tell you, That just isn't going to happen. I'm giving you a little history as to why I think. So we'll finish that up on the other side. And then move headlong into foreign policy and the United States' role on the world stage. As we uh, stumble out from stage left, tripping and halting in our speech and Trying to figure out what our policy is. The world is uh, watching. Go to ParkerDK.com. Parker Daniels Keyboard, premier law firm, downtown Minneapolis. ParkerDK.com. We'll be right back. Stay with us. Victory hour. How about this my pillow guy he turns his life around invents a product that revolutionizes the sleep industry but that is not enough he launches a whole store of sleep and bath related products Hi this is Andrew Parker with some wise counsel and winning results not about the law but rather about high quality sleep which translates into high quality living and there is nothing better for high quality sleep than my pillow sleep goods and I'm not just talking pillows I've got most of the MyPillow sleep product line, from the 400-thread-count bed sheets to the mattress topper to the waffle blankets, down comforters, and the sleepwear, all top quality. Go to MyPillow.com to place your order or call 1-800-334-8902. Get up to 66% off with the special offer code VICTORY, up to 66% off on your entire order with the special offer code
3: Victory.
0: Across America, the Billboard
3: people. I'm sure glad you're my sister, Addie. Yep, you're my best buddy. Mom says you were their little surprise. What would we do without you? Wow, well,
4: you'll probably get your own gum. Yeah, that's true, but you're worth it.
1: Hello, my name is Carrie. I work with Pro Life Across America, the Billboard People. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of alternatives to abortion or needs post-abortion assistance or would like to support the life-saving work of pro-life across America, please call 1-800-366-7773. Or check us out online at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America, educational, non-political, and tax-deductible.
2: A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception.
1: Pro-life across America. Contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, a premier litigation law firm that provides efficient, aggressive, and innovative solutions to complex legal problems. Wise counsel, winning results. Go to parkerdk.com.
4: We're back. It's the Victory Hour. Thank you again for joining us. I'm Andrew Parker, and we talk each week. Politics, Israel, and the law this week, no different. Uh, I've begun our discussion on the other side of this break uh, with uh, politics, and and I'm I'm giving you a reality check about uh, the Donald Trump leadership of the Republican Party. It has not gone well, I would argue, just looking at the numbers, and you have to be honest uh, with ourselves. No matter how much we like or dislike uh, Donald Trump, just look at the facts, uh, the fundamentals. And in since Donald Trump was elected president in 2016, there have been three elections, 2018, 2020, 2022. They did not go well, any of them, for Republicans. And the ammunition to defend that proposition is legion. And I don't know that that proposition can be challenged. They did not go well for Republicans. All the excuses can be made about the 2018 election. You know, Republicans were in power. They were in the White House. And therefore, uh, you know, based on history, Republicans aren't going to do well in the 2018 election. But, you know... President Trump promised that it would be different, and frankly, the economy was thriving, yet Republicans didn't do well. Uh, in, in 2020, coming out of uh, COVID, not really coming out of it, but somewhat in the midst of it, and, and arguably with elections going on and the manner in which they were held, people c- cried foul. But uh, regardless of that, the 2020 election didn't go well either. Uh, and then with Democrats in power in 2022, you would think that Republicans would do quite well in 2022. And Donald Trump continued to be the leader of the Republican ticket, the red team, if you will. And, uh, uh, what happened? Uh, Democrats bulldozed Republicans once again, gaining a Senate seat uh, in a year that they should not have, and defeating Republican candidates in Pennsylvania, Arizona, Georgia, Nevada, and New Hampshire, all seats that should have been winnable for Republicans. And in the House, Republicans managed to claw back a majority, yes, but only by the thinnest of margin. Remember, it was going to be a huge red wave. It wasn't at all, by all accounts. Uh, hard to say 2022 was anything but a disaster for Republicans with Donald Trump, the head of the ticket. Uh, So now we look at 2024. And once again, the uh, bombastic narrative of the Republican Party is, oh, you know, nobody could vote for this fool in the White House. This addled uh, old guy who can't put together a sentence, uh, he can't win. There's no way that he can win, uh, particularly against uh, someone who is aligned with the American people on policy, like Donald Trump and the Republican Party. And so we should be in a very good position to take back the White House, expand our majority in the House of Representatives, and take back. The United States Senate,
2: uh,
4: but but there's a problem. We we people are going to go to the polls, and they are going to remember the discord, uh, the rancor that existed. And by the time we go to the polls, things will have stabilized in the economy. Yes, it's still not going to be great, and there's going to be talking points from the red team that are going to talk about the, the fact that the economy is a complete disaster, et cetera. But the suburban independents may be cutting with Trump now. They're, it isn't going to hold. And when you look at the very narrow path that the Republicans must walk in order to win, it is nearly impossible to achieve it. Why? I don't think the Republicans can win Arizona. I'm saying no way. Donald Trump attacked a hero of Arizona, thinking politically it wouldn't hurt him because John McCain barely won in his last election or last couple of elections, in fact. But he was revered, particularly after his death, even more than in, in life. But, but he, he was revered, and to speak ill of him caused Republicans to rebel. And they will never forget it. That's my view of Arizona. In addition to the fact that Arizona has moved a bit more blue than it used to be, for sure. As we all know, they've got two Democratic, well, one Independent, one Democratic Senator. And they have for the last couple of elections. So, I I don't think they can win Arizona. And I don't think they can win, uh, the Republicans can win Wisconsin. And I still don't think they can win Pennsylvania. Maybe Michigan. But it's not enough. Georgia, who knows? That'll probably be the closest of all of them. Uh, So it's, you know, it's simply... Not enough. And there really are six, seven states in play. Now, some people say, no, that's not true. Republicans are going to bring into play a whole bunch of other states, and it's going to be a Reagan landslide where every state goes Republican. I mean, that's just, it's goofy talk. It's ignoring the reality. It's ignoring the animus that many people who we disagree with the animus with which they hold uh, or, or uh, their attitude toward Donald Trump is—it's just such virulent hate and disgust and anger, and that isn't just those on the blue team; it's it's those in the middle. Eh. So that's the way—that's uh, the way I uh, I see it. Uh, coming up. Now, it, many different things can happen, but uh, all things being equal, that looks like the direction of it all. We're going to take another short break, and when we come back, we are going to talk about I'm going to give you an update on what's going on in Israel, what's going on in Congress, what's going on in the uh, or at the UN, and what's going on in the White House. They seem to be one step forward, two steps back on foreign policy. It's called up the de-escalator. Yeah. Joe Biden, we need to de-escalate the situation with Iran. Iran, the cause of all of this death and destruction in the Middle East. There would be peace in the Middle East. If Jimmy Carter weren't so incompetent back in 1979 and had immediately struck back, there's a a bit of a theme here with the Democratic Party assisting or allowing Iran to foment death and hatred throughout the Middle East, the Democratic Party. There's a consistent theme there, Jimmy Carter, yeah. Barack Obama, yeah, with with giving $100 billion dollars to a regime that was on its back economically at the time he did it. And now, Joe Biden. Listen, Joe Biden is standing by Israel, which I give him total credit for, and he's doing it in the face of a lot of intense pressure, which is outrageous pressure. Folks who support those who hate and want to maim and murder and support that. Yet, there's pressure about it all over the world. Why? Well, it's the Jews. It's the Jews. It's the Jews' blood that's running in the streets. So we're not, you know, women's rights groups, they're not coming out. Now, investigations that normally would be launched, dozen of them at the UN, none of them. Nah, they're not. They're not. In fact, they're doing the opposite. They're investigating Israel. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we're going to talk about that on the other side of the break. If you want to chime in, 651 289 4488. 651 289 4488. We'll be right back. Go to parkerdk.com. Stay with us. After nearly two years of litigation and two weeks of trial, the jury came back with a verdict of more than $2 million for our client. Parker Daniels Keyboard, we litigate cases, we try cases, and we win cases. With a record of excellence in achieving extraordinary results, Parker Daniels Keyboard lawyers have consistently won huge verdicts for its clients in the areas of defamation, civil rights violations, regulatory battles, and intellectual property theft. For wise counsel and winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, premier law firm in downtown Minneapolis.
2: You want to feel important. You want to be part of something bigger, something that matters and that can help change things. You want to feel like you belong. We felt that way too. I am Sergeant First Class David Crow from Farmington, Minnesota, and that's why we did something about it. We aren't just Minnesota Army National Guard soldiers. We are people just like you, and together we can make a difference. Take on your legacy. Visit nationalguard.com forward slash MN to find out more. Sponsored by the Minnesota Army National Guard, aired by the Minnesota Broadcasters Association, and this station.
0: Hi, this is Al Malmberg inviting you to join us on the World of Aviation each Sunday morning at 10.05, right here on 1280 The Patriot, as we talk with those who have had incredible life stories in aviation, like Jessica Cox, who was born without arms, but went on to become a pilot and black belt in taekwondo, and Gordy Lewis, who began flying when most people are retiring. Gordy started flying at the age of 67.
4: That's every Sunday at 10.05 a.m., right here on 1280 The Patriot. Hi, this is Andrew Parker with some wise counsel and winning results. First, the counsel. Go to MyPillow.com and take a look at the outstanding extended product line that they have. We're talking top quality products. How do I know? Because I have them. Slippers and slip-ons, robes, towel sets, throw blankets and loungewear. All best in class. And when you're done taking care of yourself... Take care of the dogs, too. They have outstanding dog beds. Now for the winning results. Results happen once you order. So pick up your number two pencil and your yellow pad and jot this down. 1-800-334-8902. That's 1-800-334-8902. Or go to MyPillow.com. Place your complete order. And with the offer code VICTORY, you get up to 66% off. That's right. VICTORY. For 66% off. Hello, we're back. It's the Victory Hour. I'm Andrew Parker, and I want to give you an update on what is occurring in Israel. Uh on some various topics. I'm going to hop around here on some various topics. Um, Just to give you broad numbers, Hamas, and this is according to the State of Israel, had an estimated 30,000 operatives who were military terrorists And about 22,500 have been removed from the battlefield. Others have taken up their post. Others of these quote-unquote innocent civilians who are supportive of Hamas. In fact, there are no stories that I know of, and I'd like folks, if they've heard the stories, to bring them forth, of Palestinians who have come to the aid of Jews who were taken, who have opposed Hamas during this process. Now, maybe they'll say, well, we can't. What, are we, what, what can we do? But it's only a guess to believe that virtually the entirety of the Palestinian, Palestinians in the West Bank and Gaza support what Hamas did on October 7th the surveys show 75% i believe the number could be higher than that but that is an enormous number in and of itself and this was done by the Palestinians themselves you would think they would have no interest in having any of their people support what Hamas did on October 7th i want to uh Give you a quick sense of that, and it's difficult to even hear it, but it's real. Uh, While Joe Biden is pushing for a two state solution, it's one of his policy objectives, and he's pushing for it in the international community, which is a statement that the strongest country in the world wants to reward the Palestinians. For taking on this action on October seventh, now people say, "Well, it was Hamas. It wasn't the Palestinians." No, all of Hamas are Palestinians, so it, it was the Palestinians. Maybe it was a segment of them, but seventy-five percent support it. I mean, you can't just ignore that and go, "No, no, no, no." no. That's collective uh, retaliation and and punishment. And well, it it should be collective if it, if it is collective. Uh, and when you have surveys that say seventy-five percent support it, now people say, "Well, they—what are they going to say to the survey uh, if they put down a different answer? Their life could be at stake." And there's no indication of that anywhere. So this two-state solution idea—it would be—and and it is espousing publicly, openly. To our response as the United States is to reward the terrorists, to reward Iran's great plan, which wouldn't be surprising that Biden would do the Barack Obama and reward the evil that is opposed to freedom, liberty, and values of the United States and Israel, and that is the state of Iran. That's what a two-state solution uh, does at this point. There may be a time for a two-state solution, but to call for it at this point is is not just outrageous, but from a foreign policy standpoint, just wrong. But what has come out of Israel, eyewitness reports, uh, a female reservist in the IDF rabbinate who helped identify women's bodies that were taken to a refugee camp by Hamas terrorists, reported, quote, some of the women's bodies, she says, were barely clothed, some with underwear soaked in blood. She says her team of medical professionals And from the rabbinate, clergy, wasn't ready for the things they saw. Women were shot many times in the face. Their mouths were in grimaces, their eyes were open, their fists were clenched. Quote Our team saw women shot in the crotch, in the genitals. Women were shot in the breasts. Our team saw this, several of them, she said. Special Representative on Sexual Violence and Conflict, Pramila Patton, who is in Israel to prepare a report for the UN, called on the victims to come forward and break their silence. And they are collecting evidence now on the sexual violence committed by Hamas in the mass massacre on October seventh. That is what seventy-five percent of the Palestinians supported. To be clear, in addition to the beheading, burning alive of babies, infants, children, women, the elderly, thousands massacred, murdered, or injured, and still 130-plus taken as hostages. Some of you are probably saying, I know, I know, we've heard this. It's been talked about. It can't be talked about enough because the foreign policy of the United States must be put into context you cannot forget about these actions and who it is that we're dealing with. And again, it is not just Hamas. Hamas are the Palestinians. And as long as they insist on being militarized and having 350 to 450 miles of tunnels that they built with American taxpayer dollars and other Western European countries' money, That was supposed to go to humanitarian aid and did not. As long as that exists, how can you call for a two state solution? In addition, when Iran, during this very time and in support of Hamas and its other proxy in the north, Hezbollah, which is stationed in Lebanon and Syria, that is on the northern border. Of Israel. Israel, the size of New Jersey, the entire country. So it would be like the state of New York, Pennsylvania, and Delaware having three fronts on the border of New Jersey, all having rockets, terrorists, and the most heinous of acts having just been committed being told, yeah, let's make a state right there for these people. No. This is not the time for that. And the mastermind behind it all, Iran, the U.S. doesn't want to do too much. You know, we're afraid of escalating it. Donald Trump murdered The leader of the Revolutionary Guard, the leader of the military in Iran, a protected individual, one of their top people in the entire government for decades. And people said, oh, this is going to be World War III. All the Democrats said that. They said the same thing when he moved the embassy to Jerusalem, the U.S. embassy. Oh, there's going to be blood in the street and da-da-da. Where are those Democrats now? I'll tell you. They're hiding under their desk because they don't want to be called out for how wrong they were. Wrong. They were wrong. And they're wrong again. Feckless response to the state of Iran, which we have continually done since 1979 when the Mullahs took power, has never worked. It has consistently failed. Barack Obama doesn't have a clue what the heck he is doing, and all the Democrats that voted for that Iran deal should be ashamed of themselves and should recognize the wrong that that vote was, how wrong it was. We're going to be right back, and uh, I'm going to continue with a little bit of my own personal vitriol, but I'll tell you, it's called for. I mean, it's just called for. Why aren't people screaming from the tallest tree? Go climb that tall tree in your backyard and start screaming. I'm mad as hell and I'm not going to take it anymore. we you know that line, don't we? Well, again, I give, I give Biden credit for standing by Israel in the face of a lot of pressure not to. But frankly, I just I think that's such an easy call. The tougher ones are pushing back at Iran. There will not be a World War III, but they need to know there are red lines. Barack Obama lets them cross them. You don't, Joe Biden. Donald Trump didn't. We'll be right back after this short break. Go to ParkerDK.com. Stay with us.
2: are you a business owner are you losing sleep because you feel your partner isn't carrying their weight or because you no longer share the same vision or values are you no longer comfortable going into your own office are you walking on eggshells in the company you built this is chris daniels founding partner of parker daniels keyboard llc a premier litigation law firm headquartered in downtown minneapolis for more than 30 years i've specialized in business litigation and have helped hundreds of business owners resolve troubling business disputes As a former certified public accountant, I get to the heart of the dispute, including financial issues. Business divorce can be messy, time-consuming, and costly, but doing nothing can cost you a lot more, not just money, but emotionally, physically, and in your personal life. If you and your business partner no longer see eye to eye and you're eager to take a proactive approach and make a change, please call me at 612-355-4100 and schedule a consultation or visit our website at www.parkerdk.com.
4: The best way to get a good night's sleep is having a good pillow. One that won't go flat. One that you can wash and dry as many times as you want, and it maintains its shape. One that is made right here in the good old U.S. of A. Well, there's one place and only one place where you can get all of that, and that's from the My Pillow guy, Mike Lindell, the creator of the best pillow that revolutionized the sleep industry. Mike is offering his premium My Pillows for his lowest price ever right now. You can get a queen-size premium My Pillow for 29.98. That's a $40 savings. King pillows are only $5 more. How do you order? Call 1-800-334-8902. That's 1-800-334-8902 or go to mypillow.com and use the discount code VICTORY. That's right, discount code VICTORY for this special offer. Hey there, 651-289-4488. If you want to jump in here in our last segment, give us a call. But uh, I got a few more things on my mind here. Uh, well, first, jot this down on the yellow pad uh, with your number two Um Uh, Dr. Scott Jensen will be with us on the Victory Hour next Sunday. That is Super Bowl Sunday. So before the Super Bowl, uh, listen to the Victory Hour, 1280 a.m., the Patriots. Dr. Scott Jensen will be with us. Uh, It should be very interesting as the good doctor who ran for governor here in the state of Minnesota as the Republican nominee. Will, uh, you know, he has stayed very active and uh, he has certainly got his views as it relates to COVID and the handling, the public policy handling of the pandemic, uh, but also on a number of other issues. And uh, so we're uh, very fortunate and honored to have him join us next Sunday, Dr. Scott Jensen. Uh, let me go back to uh, what I was talking about with respect to de escalation and this concept. Um, telling uh, the United States, uh, well, we're we're not going to get into a war. No, we're not going to get into a war with Iran. That would be the worst thing possible, and we'll never do that. Nobody wants a war, and I agree. Uh, I agree. No one does want a war. How do you prevent a war? Because war is the last thing that we want. So how do you prevent that war? Being feckless, appeasing, has that ever prevented a war? In the history of humanity, has it ever? Call and let me know, which example do you want to use where feckless appeasement has avoided a war? I got a number of examples, and I'm sure you do too, where the opposite is the case. So what is the policy that will avoid war? Ronald Reagan was great on this. The murder of Soleimani, would that avoid a war? Well, it certainly did, during the Trump years at least. Yeah, that wasn't standing down, that wasn't de-escalating, that wasn't running up the down escalator, which is what Biden is doing. You know, one step forward, two steps back. No, that is going to embolden Iran, and that's going to cause more American lives to be lost. It was shown in the the feckless, ineffective, incompetent handling of the uh, of of leaving uh, Afghanistan, and uh, just in the last few weeks, what do you expect is going to happen? There were 80 attacks on Americans prior to October 7th, and 160 since. And three American soldiers died this past week. And now we're going to do something. And what we're doing is, uh, you know, uh, impotent is what it is. it's going to keep us from war. It's going to get us into war, particularly in the Middle East. Strength is what is understood in the Middle East. And Iran does not view the United States and the U.S. leadership and the Democratic Party as being strong at all. Iran was back in its box, and it was on its knees as it relates to the sanctions when Donald Trump was in office. And that's just a reality. So rather than following Barack Obama's lead, Joe Biden should be following Donald Trump's lead. Will he do it? It used to be that the muscular party in the United States was the Democratic Party, and the Republicans were isolationists, of which Republicans still are somewhat. And I categorically disagree with them because that is going to get us all killed as well. You think just ignoring it and sticking our head in the sand is going to cause the evils of the world to go away? That's inane. It's a ridiculous policy. No, we have to show strength, diplomatic strength, economic strength, and at times military strength. And that means clear military strength. And by the way, I disagree with Israel in trading hostages. Now, maybe all the other alternatives have been exhausted, and, you know, they they know that uh, certainly better than I do. But it is a very tough spot. One last thing I want uh, to leave you with. The United Nations. The United Nations Relief Works Agency, UNRWA, is responsible for humanitarian aid for one group of refugees in the world. All the other groups of refugees, of which there are dozens and dozens, and there are 30 million refugees, all of them are handled by the United Nations Uh, Human Rights Refugee Group. There's one group that was carved out and has been for 60 years, 70 years. And that's the relief organization that was created when the Arab countries told the Palestinians to leave their homes during uh, Arab countries uh, trying to throw the Jews into the sea which was the big rally cry. Well, UNRWA, since its creation, has been corrupt, and now we're seeing it. As John Kennedy said this week, what we've learned in recent days is if you took Hamas and turned them upside down and shook them, the United Nations Relief Agency would fall out of Hamas's pocket. That's the reality of it. You've been the UN supporting the Hamas, disgraceful, Parker, shameful. Keyboard. Wise well, Andy it's another asked. week and the, the victory, victory hour in the books. Party Join DJ us next week when uh, we'll, be, next we'll have Dr. Dr. Scott Jensen on the show. From Until from then, have a great week. Great things are simple and many can be expressed in a single word. Freedom, justice, honor, duty, mercy, and hope. The Victory Hour is paid
1: for by Parker Daniels Keyboard, LLC. iBelieve.com helps women wrestle with the deeper issues of their faith. Drop by for blogs and daily devotionals for women, plus articles on relationships, health and beauty, parenting, and more at iBelieve.com, a division of Salem Media Group. iBelieve.com. The Your Daily Prayer podcast
2: provides timeless truths from God's Word to guide you through every day. Prayers for your hardest days and happiest ones. Prayers for when you wake up and when you lay down. We want to help you experience a richer prayer life
1: today. Download your Daily Prayer podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Or go to YourDailyPrayer.com. That's YourDailyPrayer.com.